from legendary locals we all know to people you should get to know. Follow Ipswich Today on your favourite app and never miss an episode or go to ipswichtoday.com.au. Coming up, what now for sacked Ipswich councillors after criminal charges were dropped last week against former Logan councillors? There are calls for an inquiry into the Crime and Corruption Commission and for its chairman, Alan McSporran, to stand aside during any such inquiry. It's Wednesday, April 21, 2021, and I'm Alan Roebuck. Welcome to Ipswich Today, which acknowledges the traditional custodians of the land on which it is produced and pays respects to elders past, present and emerging. This podcast is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. The recent withdrawal of criminal charges on April 14 by the Director of Public Prosecutions against Logan City Councillors could have implications for former and current Ipswich councillors who were also dismissed by the State Government. In Ipswich, the circumstances for the dismissal were similar but also different. Unlike Logan, most former Ipswich councillors weren't charged with any criminal offences but still lost their jobs and reputations in August 2018. This week, Ipswich Today spoke with two former Ipswich councillors who did not seek re-election last year. First up, David Palkey. He was the city's second longest serving councillor and represented the former Division 10. I caught up with him in Rosewood. Uh, Thank you for speaking with Ipswich Today, Dave Palkey. My pleasure. As a former councillor, duly sacked in 2018, what do you make of the recent developments in Logan? I've always prayed, thought about the future, would I ever get vindication, justice and probably an ex gratia payment. I think it might just happen. A glimmer of hope there. Logan Council is very similar to what happened to us. Calls are growing for an inquiry into how the Triple C got it wrong in the case of Logan. Now, with the exception of two former Ipswich mayors, you, along with the remaining Ipswich councillors, weren't charged. Did you ever get confirmation from the government about why you were sacked? No, no. I I read in the papers, like everybody else, with Hinchliffe declaring he'd had enough after Andrew had his charges and he would dismiss us all. Um, That's all I I read in the papers, um, why we were sacked. You've already hinted at uh, some compensation uh, to be considered. Uh, and loss of reputation. How will that proceed if you go down that path? Look, I don't really know. We need to have this commission of inquiry into the whole running of the Triple C. We need to have a look at how accountable they are, how their linkages are with the state government. McSporran needs to stand aside while this, like like all the other councils have to do, is bear the brunt for several years until an inquiry is finished. Thinking back to when you were sacked, what happened to you in the days, weeks and months after? Oh, anger, bitterness, resentment, Still, it's, and it's still there. Innocence, um, 10 councillors, now a mayor, all with no charges against them. Their lives totally destroyed. I've heard of marriages destroyed, houses lost, home houses. Um, what do we do? If this happened to anybody, you'd be feeling the same as us. 
And in the Ipswich case, you weren't charged with anything. So in essence, there could be more claim for Ipswich councillors for some sort of compensation over the Logan councillors. Well, people think compensation is uh, it's a money grab. It's not. Loss, loss of uh, integrity, lo- loss in my community. I, I could still walk down the main street of my town, hold my head up high with so much support. How do you make up for my losses over the last three years? What makes that up? Looking at the bigger picture of how the Ipswich situation came to a head, uh, ending with the dismissal of the councillors, is it possible the complaint system and the tabling of papers in Parliament is stacked against sitting councillors and in favour of what some have described as vexatious complainants? Oh, look, the OIA, so many allegations get made to them. Some you don't even hear about, you don't even understand some of them. One person in particular, I won't name them, but we all know who it is, is has lodged probably uh, close to 100 complaints against people. Um, it's easy to make an allegation. But you've got to have the proof, the substance to prove that it's you know, it's wrong. Let's talk about the current council structure. How do you think the two member divisions are working? Look, I can't understand. They did a survey, Camello did a survey, and I thought what came out on top was single divisions. People wanted single divisions. But he was just hell-bent on making multi-member divisions. It doesn't work. It's too big. Um, single divisions, when it was 10, it was a population of about... Uh, or 18,000 people, I think, in each. Now they have 40,000 people in each division. They can't get around, uh, and even the loss of the divisional officers. Many of my communities say here they miss the divisional office. Well, I've been outspoken on that before, Dave, and not totally in favour of divisional officers because you couldn't actually do any council transactions. You couldn't pay the rates. Uh, And now in Rosewood, Rosewood's now quite fortunate after your long-term lobbying with the Library and Customer Service Centre. So does does that improve the service? It does. We wanted to take payments. Um, In fact, I remember for a long time I used to take dog registrations at my office. But there was some ruling made that we couldn't take payments at a divisional office. I don't know if it was separation of some power or something. I do not know. But I can remember we wanted to do it, but we weren't allowed to. Well, here we are, a week after the decision that the charges won't proceed against uh, Logan councillors. Andrew Antonelli's case is still outstanding because there's an appeal of an appeal. What next for the former councillors that were, were sacked? Are you in communication with all of them or just some of them? Are you able to show your hand at this stage about where it might go? Okay. I think now that Logan has been exonerated, the next step is we need to see the Industrial Commission's report and findings that is the next step and then from there the calls i believe a calls for a, a commission of inquiry will grow louder david palkey it's great to catch up in your main street of rosewood and thanks for talking with ipswich today thank you Alan. another dismissed councillor kerry silver was a first termer having been elected to Division 3 in 2016 after working as a council administration officer. I asked Kerry a similar set of questions. What do you make of these recent developments in Logan? Quite alarming to um, to see that these charges have been thrown out of a court of law. I mean, I value the, the, the justice system and um, now that they have been thrown out, I think there's certainly some questions that perhaps need to be looked at. There have been calls 
of growing calls for an inquiry into how the Triple C got it so wrong in Logan. But looking back to Ipswich, with the exception of the two former mayors, you along with the remaining councillors weren't charged. Did you ever get confirmation from the government about why you were sacked? Uh no, not well, only through their legislation or their, um, you know, their media and stuff. I've never spoken with um, anyone, you know, directly. Like, I've never had anything directly um, against myself. And um, <clears throat> in terms of it, I, I look at it, um, I did myself have quite a bit of... Um, concern about what obviously happened and how it affected me. I did have the opportunity at a um, at a local event to speak to then Minister Sterling Hinchliffe and I guess you could say gave him a piece of my mind about it which made me feel better about it. He of course just took the you know the standard statements at the time so mm. yeah. Do you think it's time for SAC Ipswich councillors to consider a case for compensation and loss of reputation in the light of what's happened elsewhere? The loss of uh, reputation is certainly something that I feel myself. I'm not sure about compensation. I mean, I that comes to, you know, the, the, the ratepayers of Ipswich then have to pay that. And, um, you know, that isn't something that I would be looking for. But certainly my personal reputation, um, I felt, was damaged. And I was even told previously that, um, you know, I would be I would have to look to go and work in another state with um, with what had happened. Well, just thinking about that time when you were sacked, what else was going through your mind in the days, weeks and months following? Um, how was I going to pay my mortgage? Um, and, you know, how was I going to survive this? Um, were people thinking poorly of me because of this process? Um, how do I walk out in the community and um, continue to do what I've always loved doing, which was helping the community? And for a long time, I, I basically did. I, I took some time and hid away from everything, but mostly how do we survive? How do we pay mortgages? Um, at the time, my daughter had left a domestic violence relationship and um, she was living in a home that I owned. So um, she, we had to move her out and get that house <clears throat> sold off just so that we could make it through so it, it was pretty hard very very hard i've got to ask you now you're on the outside looking in and this is not the current councillors they didn't create this uh, situation mm. it was created by the government but what do you mm. think of the the current two-member division structure um i find it odd and i get a lot of feedback from people that they're just completely confused by it and they really don't know who their local councillor is or how anything is getting done in the local community and they, you know, don't see it as, as responsive as what they would have, you know, previously had. So I, I don't understand how it is supposed to work when, um, you know, getting around such huge divisions um, and... Certainly, I know from my own perspective, um, when I was a counsellor, that 
just doing my day-to-day work, I would rack up, you know, 40,000 kilometres in, in a year just getting, you know, going back into Ipswich or going out and visiting people in the community, doing the inspections, getting, um, you know, trying to keep on top of things. So I'm not really sure how the local councils are doing it, but um, good luck to them, I guess, because I'm not hearing great things. Great things sometimes about individuals, but overall then people don't seem to be happy. Kerry Silver, it's been great to catch up. Thank you so much for talking with Ipswich today. Thanks very much for that, Alan. You have a great day. It's been a pleasure to be with you. Ipswich Today is supported by Kinetics, people-powered web hosting trusted by Australian businesses since 1999. This podcast is also listener-supported. Please make a once-only gift or regular donation to help keep it online. Just go to ipswichtoday.com.au and click the Donate button at the bottom of the page. You can follow this podcast on your favourite app, including iHeartRadio, or play Ipswich Today from your smart speaker. Music is supplied by Purple Planet Music. This is Alan Roebuck. Thanks for listening. Enjoying Ipswich today? Please share the love on your socials.